Hey guys, this is Naeem and you've reached the Mosaic Church Podcast. So excited that you're part of our listening community and I'd love for you to be even more connected. So check out our website. There's more content there and there's more opportunities for you to get connected in our ministries and events as well. Also, love for you to share this content. If this is blessed to you, I know that God wants to use you to bless other people with it. So share this podcast, if you will. Lastly, would you consider supporting this ministry? This is made possible by other people's generosity, and I'd love for you to pay it forward. Join us to reclaim the message and the movement of Jesus together. So would you consider giving to this ministry? I know that God is able to do immeasurably more through us when we come together. Thank you so much. God bless you. Enjoy. It is so good, so good to look back and to be grateful. But hope exists in the future. And so that's where I want to take us. What could God have for you, for me, in 2023? You know, as we look back, we are reminded that there are so many things that just did not happen. And as we look back there, we are also reminded there are so many emotions we felt. In fact, maybe even some habits last year that we developed. So this year, as we move into this new year, I want you to leave behind some things. I want you to leave behind some habits, some thoughts, some feelings, and I want you to pursue this year with a fresh new um, I don't know, belief that maybe, maybe anything is possible. And I know for some of us, you're like, yes, I'm there. For others of us, you're like, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. But friends, I do believe that God has something new for you. It is a new year. So what could it look like? Let me, let me jump in and ask you this question, okay? Let me ask you if you are familiar with the term somnambulism. Somnambulism. You're like, somnambulism? Did you just say somnambulism? Yes, I said somnambulism. Okay, I know. Some of you guys are like, um, Naeem, you know, we love you. Are you, are you, did you make this up? Or are you saying it correctly? First of all, I did not make it up. Second of all, there is a possibility because anything is possible. I might be saying it incorrectly. But the, the term somnambulism is a medical term for basically sleepwalking. Yes, sleepwalking. Why am I bringing this up? I'm bringing this up not because 4% of the population does that, not because some of us know some serious sleepwalkers and we have some stories to tell. I know I've got one. I got a story about my sister leaving our house, taking off, and we, we, someone found her, brought her back. I mean, scary stories. But I'm bringing this up because I think some of us might be sleepwalking in life. Right. Sleepwalking in life. And maybe, just maybe, last couple of years have caused us to just sleepwalk through life. We are settled within ourselves that, you know what, this is the life we have. And so we're just going to keep on going. Here's how you know when you're sleepwalking. You're sleepwalking when 
first of all, you're going through the motions. You're just going through the motions. You get up every day, you do your thing, you're at work, you go through the motions. You know what? You have a meeting, you have a client, you do the thing, you're going through the motions. You got kids, you got stuff to do, you're going through the motions. You're a mom, you know all the stuff you got to do and extra. You're going through the motions. Going through the motions is like playing a part in a movie that you don't even want to watch. Yeah. Have you ever been in that situation? Like you're watching a movie and you're like, why is this actor? Why is this actress? Why is she doing this to her career? Why did you say yes to the movie? Well, they got paid. That might be the case. That might be the case. I think some of us are just wanting to get paid. You're, you're playing a part, a role in a movie that you wouldn't recommend, you wouldn't watch, but you're getting paid, so you keep doing it. You're living a life that pays you. You're doing a job that requires, uh, you know, little of you in a sense, but pays you well. It takes away from you a little bit, but you just are going through the motions. You're like, this is as good as it gets. If you're doing that, you might be sleepwalking through life. Also, if you find yourself never being anywhere, never being anywhere, if you find yourself, and if you know people like that who are never being here with you th or there with you, th those people are sleepwalking. Now you're thinking, what are you saying? Okay, for example, um, we just went through a season of parties, right? Everybody's like partying. We've been to parties. We've been in conversations. Have you been in one of those conversations that you realize that the person you're talking to is no longer in the conversation? I mean, they're standing right in front of you, but they're somewhere else. And you know it. You know it. Maybe it's just, just the two of you talking, which gets really awkward. But if it's in a crowd of people, maybe two or three, and you're like, I wish this person, uh, I wish I could go somewhere else. I mean, maybe you've been that person. I've been that person sometimes. I've been in conversations and I'm like, I want to be in another conversation. I'm gone. And sometimes I find myself in life doing the same things. You find yourself always thinking about the other thing. You're always somewhere else. You're never there. You're, you're present in all the right places, but you're absent most of the time. You might be, my friend, sleepwalking. Here's another telltale sign. Chronic fatigue. No, no, I'm not selling an ad or anything like that. No pills today. No, no, no. I'm not, not even talking about physical pain. I'm talking about not physical fatigue. I'm talking about spiritual. I'm talking about your emotions. You're just, you're just fatigued because you're just trying to attain something that you can't seem to attain. There's just a restlessness and you can't have real peace because you don't know. There's so many unmet, undone things in your life. Friends, we might be sleepwalking. We might be sleepwalking. First Thessalonians 5, let me read this to you. It says this. So let's not sleepwalk through life. Pretty, I know. It took a minute for me to find the right translation that would say this, but I found it. It's the message translation. It says, so let's not sleepwalk through life like those others. Let's keep our eyes open and be smart. 
Here he's talking about living a particular kind of life, a life not um, how normal people live it, not the culture norms. No, don't do that. He says, hey, begin to live a different kind of life. Realize what you're getting yourself into. Be strategic about it. Understand what you're doing. Have your eyes wide open and be smart. Be wise about these things. Live that kind of life. Basically, he says, don't sleep, walk. So what it was, what's going to take for you and I to not sleep, walk through life? Well, let's go into Judges. It's in the Old Testament. It's, um, it's a story about this guy named Gideon. Now, if you don't know him, he's known for two things. Okay, two big stories in the, in, in the scriptures. One, he's the guy who fought thousands, thousands with only 300 men. I know, it's not the movie 300 if you're a movie buff. They might have gotten some ideas from this. I'm not quite sure. But Gideon is that guy that God um, uses him to defeat thousands with just 300 men. Pretty wild story. The other thing that, the other passage that just kind of, you know, comes out in his life is the day he encountered God. Let me take you to that day. I believe that's the day he woke up. He was sleepwalking through life, but he woke up. Now he was sleepwalking because when the angel of the Lord showed up, he was, he was, um, he was harvesting wheat in a pit, pretty much a pit. Basically, at that time, you had the, these Midianites who were raiding their villages, raiding Jewish villages, robbing harvest, robbing crops, and the Jewish people were just trying to survive. Gideon is one of those people, and literally, he's in a cave. He's trying to survive, trying to harvest his crops without the Midianites finding out. That's what he's doing. And it's in that moment that God speaks to him. In that moment, God sends an angel, and it starts off, and it says here, when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, when he appeared to Gideon, he said this, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Right. The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. To this, is, it's, it's, it's interesting because this mighty warrior is in a pit, hiding from people, trying to just barely survive. And the, this is ironic because the story, the back and forth, is fascinating. Because the next, next thing that happens is a Gideon's replies. And he says this. He says, pardon me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, excuse me. And it's sarcastic, by the way. He says, uh, my Lord, Gideon replied. He says, um, if the Lord is with us, if the Lord is with us, right? Lord is with me. You just said, called me that, where you said that to me. Then why has all this happened to us? If the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Which is the question of all of humanity. A lot of followers of Jesus ask this. Maybe you have. Maybe we all have had, have had this thought. Yeah, so if God is with me, why is this happening? If God is with me, why is this not happening? If God is with me, then why did this happen? If God is with me, why is this going to happen? Like, why is, why is, why is this stuff that I'm experiencing um, um, 
you know, like, uh, what's the lesson behind this? Like people say, you know, there's always a lesson. And you're like, what, what's the lesson? I don't, I don't, I don't know this, there's a lesson. So he co- keeps on going, right? He says, uh, why is this happening? And then he says this, he says, where, where, where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, when they said what? Did not the Lord bring us out of Egypt? So basically he's saying, hey, where are the wonders? Where are the miraculous signs? Where are all these people who are like, hey, hey, remember back in the day, remember Egypt, God is the one, you know, he showed up, he brought manna from heaven, he did all the great things. It's people like in your life, in my life that goes, hey, 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 but listen, man, God, remember God did this, remember God did that, remember God did this, and I think it's really good to remember. It is so important to remember that feeds our faith. But here, he's using it. He's saying, you know what? You know what? What? what, what what happened to all those stories? Because God's not with us. I'm not a mighty warrior. I'm in a pit trying to hide, trying to survive. You know what? I'm just doing what I do. And I don't think God is with me. And then he actually just pretty much says it. He doesn't even need me to paraphrase. This is what he says. He says, but now, let me tell you what's happening. But now the Lord has what? Abandoned us and given us over or into the hand of the Midian. Basically, he said, God has left us alone. He's ghosting us. He's abandoned us. He's not with us, bro. He's not with us anymore. I believe that. You want to know where my faith is? I'm a mighty warrior. Let me just tell you. He's left us. He's gone. Left the building. He's out. He's peaced out. He's not interested. It's over. It's over. Remember I told you, though, the second thing the Gideon is known for is defeating thousands of people with just 300. Just 300. Huge, huge story. In fact, his life story is pretty miraculous. In fact, he is the guy who had serious, serious doubts. Serious doubts. Have you ever heard the phrase putting out a fleece? You put out a fleece to check, put out a fleece. If you've never heard that before, it it actually has roots here, biblical roots, because Gideon literally puts out a fleece to figure out if God is going to do what God said he was going to do. Like he's looking for signs. He's looking for signs. I think for some of us, it is a fascinating passage to go through and look through. Maybe you want to do this the beginning of the year because right in there, there's a wake-up call. Right in there, you might be in the middle of just your pit. You're just stuck. You're doing your thing. You're sleepwalking. You're kind of just living life. For me, friends, it's the same. I find myself sleepwalking. And what I mean by that is I'm like trying to just get all the stuff done in my life. And then moving into this new year, I'm like, I just want things to get better. That's about all I want. And, then, and I don't have time to do anything else. I find myself having to struggle and go, okay, stop, name, stop. You got to wake up. You got to look up. You got to get out of this pit. You got to see that, that this is a new year. There's a new thing that God is doing. And you, and that, that I have to step into it. And I want to encourage you that you need to step into it as well. So how do we do this? We do this by leaning and listening to heaven. Leaning in and listening to heaven. Leaning in and listening to heaven. There's another guy. Cool story, great story about a guy who began to do this. His name is Daniel. Daniel was a guy 
who started doing this, and he needed answers, some serious answers from God. And so he began to fast and pray. And he begins fasting for actually, like, like uh, for, for weeks. In fact, if you've ever heard of the, the Daniel diet um, or the Daniel fast, this is where we get it from. But what he's really doing is not trying to sell a book. He's not telling us, hey, this is how you fast. This is the way to do it. No, what he's really truly doing is he's leaning in and listening to heaven. And see, the truth is that heaven hears us, but do we hear heaven? Well, let me just let the passage speak to us. It says here, when, when, when the angel shows up to Daniel, he says, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the day, the first day, you began to pray for understanding, to humble yourself before, before your God. Your requests have been heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer. But for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then, then, uh, then uh, Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me and I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. But, but now, 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 uh, now I'm here to, uh, to explain what will happen to your people in the future for this vision concerns a time yet to come. Let's just stop right here and just go, okay, first of all, that is the best excuse for being late. No, God, God, man, you know what? Traffic was a beast. No, no, no. No, there's no traffic issues. You know what? It's not like, hey, you know, I didn't get the email. Ah, uh, that didn't happen. Okay, okay. You know what? The assignment, I didn't really quite understand the date on that assignment. You know, also my homework, my stuff, you know, the dog got into it and all that. No, no. This excuse is the best. Number one, I got demon problems. Yeah. A spirit delayed me. By the way, I think right now in the chat let's not talk about this let's use this let's just figure out a way to use it this week let's just go hey hey yeah i'll tell you why i'm late let me tell you why i'm late so there's a spirit the uh prince of persia no not the movie not no no no, no uh, the, a demon spirit was there i was fighting the demon and, and let's just see how how fast you get fired right let's just see how fast people buy this no one's gonna buy this but this guy comes in this angel and says hey here's what's happening I just want you to know when you pray, when you fast, things move in heaven. Friends, if you and I will take 21 days, 23 days, I think 23 days just because it's 2023. Man, I think some profound things could happen if we lean in and listen. Not just have a diet, not just quit eating breakfast or a particular kind of food or no alcohol or things like that. No, no, no. But we also lean in and listen and pray. We pray, we pray. Part of praying, or at least half of it, it's just, it's just listening. So what would happen if you and I had a wake-up call? That we would wake up to the wonder of what God has for us by taking the first 23 days together as a church and let's listen, lean into heaven, fast and pray. For some of us, it is a physical fast, like a food fast. Others of us, it might be an activity. It might be a combination of those two. 
It might be changing your habit to now begin to incorporate listening and praying and reading the scriptures. What is something that you and I can do to lean in and listen for the next several weeks? And maybe, just maybe, we get an answer that's so profound like this. Friends, I know that God wants to do immeasurably more. In fact, it is a passage of scripture that we use and we will obviously end even today with it. But in the message translation, it says this. It's pretty powerful. It says, it says this. It says, God can do anything, you know? Like this, that's pretty cool. It says, hey, God can do anything, you know? Far more than you can ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. Friends, I do believe that God wants to do something more than you could even imagine in your life. And I'm not asking you to just go after it and just abandon and just go, you know what? Yes, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to believe the impossible. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm asking you to not sleepwalk because when you sleepwalk, the one thing you don't do is dream. You don't have any dreams when you sleepwalk. You don't have a vision for your life when you sleepwalk. So what if we were to stop doing that and wake up to what God has for us? Wake up to what dreams He has for us even for 2023. Not just for you, but for your loved ones, for your family. What if, just what if God is calling us to just do that before we make all our plans for this year, for the first couple of weeks, let's jump in and see, God, what is the dream? What is something that you want us, you want me to try? What do you want us to do? Let's, let's listen and lean in to heaven. Let me pray for us. Lord God, I thank you that God, that you want exactly that from us, simply taking the time to lean in and listen to you, to concentrate our, our day in a sense, to be centered around God leaning in and listening to what you have to say. God, I know there's going to be so many distractions, so many questions, so many things that can come in the way. But God, I pray for all of us that we would take this first week, this first week of this year, and open ourselves, waken ourselves to the wonder that you have for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Mosaic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more audio and video content, visit us at mosaicchurch.tv.